Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to Group Text. My guests today have a combined 7 million followers on Instagram alone. They are. I got at least 100,000 of those. Hey, hey, you. At least 100,000. Peanut Gallery, we'll get to you. I contributed. I contributed. You did, we'll get to that. They are a power couple who are both big time entertainers from different sides of the professional tracks. And I can't wait for them to tell the story of the absolutely insane way that they met and fell in love. WWE superstar Alexa Bliss, a.k.a. Lexi Cabrera, and pop music star Ryan Cabrera, welcome to Group Text. Ryan, I'm just going to start with you. Just jumped right in and admitted that she's the the Instagram power in the family. She's the social media queen. She is. You guys are all over it. But before we get into all of the current things, explain to listeners how you met and started dating. Because if it was in a movie... Everyone would call bullshit. Like, oh, yeah, like that would ever happen. Well, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of layers actually to it that we eventually yeah, so like. How long you got? <laughs> un- unfolded. But the original the original thing went down. So we tried to. OK, we'll go. Oh. Like, forward and backwards. So I think what happened because we have a we have like a, a guess of, as to how it happened. So we think that my social media uh people at the time there was once one person specifically running my twitter and whatnot i was i was on a show on usa network called Miz and mrs and obviously me and mike uh who's the Miz, a wwe wrestler have been friends for like 20 years so i'm on his show so we think that my social media person started following all the wwe wrestlers and liking all their stuff as of like maybe promotion for the show so lexi was getting a lot of likes from ryan cabrera on twitter excessive like it liking was, everything that she was doing. I still have the screenshot of it, of my timeline, because I sent it to my friend Kaylin because it was, it said, Ryan liked this tweet. Ryan replied to this tweet. Ryan liked this tweet. Ryan replied to this tweet all within like a day. It was like 50 notifications. And I texted my friend. I was like, this guy needs to calm down. Like, this yeah. is weird. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know him, like all this stuff. And he was liking my tweets and one other girl in WWE's tweets and I just thought it was funny. And wrestling fans saw that because everything on Twitter is public. You can see who likes whose stuff and all that stuff. Uh, started making a rumor that we were dating. They just assumed that we were dating. Yeah, so, like, why is he liking all her stuff if they're not together? So they're well, all unless like, you, it sounds like you appeared a little stalkery. It's fine. It works. <laughs> Now, mind you, I don't I don't do Twitter like I we have one, but we just basically anything I post on Instagram, 
they take it and they'll post it on Twitter or whatnot. I don't even know how to get into my Twitter. So I did not know this meanwhile. So and then there was like a rumor that we were dating. They started a rumor saying we were dating because obviously he's liking all her stuff. Ended up like on TMZ, like all this stuff, this rumor that we were together. And we had met as of that. Yeah. I got a call from Mike and he was like, oh, so Maurice told me that you're, you're dating Alexa Bliss. And I'm like, huh? So I had no idea what was going on. So I was confused. She was confused because obviously we hadn't even met. Now we'd been on many red carpets together, never met each other, didn't know, you know, we had never crossed well, paths or anything. Room quite a few times, yeah. never met each other. And then I happened to be on my way to Orlando to play uh, some shows at Epcot. And we started chatting and she was like, oh, I live in Orlando. I'm like, well, what are you doing tomorrow night? And so she came out to a show and then she just fell in love. That is not how that happened. <laughs> Anyways, next question. Next question. Uh, Moving right along. Lexi, how did that happen? Because I had this vision of two drunk publicists going, this is a good one. Yeah. Oh, so he, <laughs> I'll be nice about it. So he, I don't know him, right? He he went to his first, he did this first. I'll just tell the whole story, but we can just fast forward to the first night we met. So the first night, we, that was the first night we met. Okay. So the first night we met, I had already gotten a couple drunk FaceTimes yeah, from Ryan the night happened. before. It's a good look. I wasn't going to go to the show because <laughs> I was like, don't ever FaceTime me like that again. Here's the way I saw it. <laughs> I saw it as that's as bad as it could get. So if you're still willing to talk to me after that, it's only going to go up from here. So guys, fellas, set the bar real low. <laughs> don't just come out the gate. You know, thinking, you know, boom, 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 because then it's just going to go like that. So I set it down here and then went all the way up. up. Yep. So I very clever. Took her on on a date to a movie, one on one, and then went bowling. Our schedules had matched up like seven cities in a row after we had met, and we both tour full time. And so it was crazy that our the next few shows, he was like, Oh, you should come to Chicago. I was like, I'm in Chicago. He's like, You should come to New York. I'm in New York. So we had actually had our schedule somehow lined up seven cities in a row. So we were like, all right, like we should give this a chance. Yeah. Like see she was, tr- she was trying not to hang out, but it just, you know, fate kept doing its thing. And uh, I was like, well, I'm in Chicago and I'm here. So why don't we hang out? She's like, well, you know, maybe she kept, oh, yeah, she kept gave me a lot of, maybe. a lot of maybes. Uh, I maybes. wasn't used to maybes. And then, or I'd be like, okay, how about we meet at this thing? You know, do a thing. And she'd be like, sure. I'm like, what do you mean? Sure. I'm like, what? Why not? Like, yeah, excited to see you. You know, it was none of that. So she was definitely a, a hard one to, you know, I had to be very persistent. I don't trust people. I understand yeah. that. Um, and just to back up about the <laughs> happening, <laughs> happening to be in the same seven cities at the same time, Ryan, it leads me a little bit more towards that stalkery thought. Anyway. <laughs> so I get, that's what I was waiting for. I was like, after six months, I was like, by the way, you know that rumor? <laughs> uh, nailed it. And be happy you got a sure and not just the letter K. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's always yeah. a good one. Okay. Yeah, so, no, Lexi, no. you became a WWE superstar in 2016, and your titles and championships are too much to mention. What was it like the early days being suddenly – recognized as this bad bully who carries around a creepy little doll and like chokes people out. Um, it's actually a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> so I started in WWE when I was 21, they signed me right when I turned 21. Um, and I had trained in NXT for about three years before um, going to the main roster. And I debuted as this just really mean girl that was, you know, how I explained to her is I, the guys wanted to date her. She'll break your jaw, break your wrist, but you still ask her to prom. 
um, girls hated her, but wanted to be her kind of a thing. That's kind of what I wanted to do. And I actually took a lot of my real high school experience <laughs> from how I was treated and implemented it into this character. So obviously you've channeled whoever she was in high school. Yeah. And I feel like that's why it was such a relatable character for people to kind of sink their teeth into because everyone knew that girl, you know, everyone knew of her or they were her. And so that kind of transitioned me into um, different characters. You know, I had evolved to like six different characters before coming across the evil Alexa, which is the one that does. She was a um, demonic kids show host who uh, carried a doll whose name was Lily, named after the um, demon Lilith. And it was so much fun, actually. And it was probably the most fun I've ever had in my career because I was working with Bray Wyatt, who his character was very dark and demonic and evil. And it was just such, you had so much creative freedom to go anywhere you wanted with it. And oddly enough, my character as Dark Alexa is what we call it, Dark Alexa, resonated so well with young girls and young boys. <sighs> And these kids for loved de it. very different reasons. Yeah, for very different. They just loved the whole concept of the Lily doll. And they loved being able to dress up like this character. And I remember there was like Halloween. I had like just on Instagram alone, it was like over like 250 kids just dressed up, posted pictures of dressed up like me. And it was just so cool. And so like, like a full circle moment. So I remember I used to like dress up as like my favorite characters or my favorite people for Halloween. And then people are dressing up as me. And so- you know, it was, it was really cool to have that transition into, you know, small town from Ohio to being someone that people dress up as. And it's like so cool and so fun. And I think it's like my favorite part of what we do is being able to, you know, resonate with people and connect with them on a level. What drew you to this line of work to start with? <laughs> I kind of fell into Why it. Why did you do this to yourself? I don't know. Um, so yeah, well, I got the next question. I got the same question for you coming, which could, being in the music business, you're just <laughs> as masochistic. So we'll get to that. <laughs> um, I had done bodybuilding. So I, after college, I did college cheer. After cheer, I did bodybuilding. And after I got my pro card there, I just wanted something else to do. Um, so I didn't really want to deal with the politics and all that stuff of the bodybuilding world. And my trainer at the time said, oh, I heard WWE was having tryouts. And he knew that my family had watched WWE as a kid and I was familiar with it. And so I just went online and submitted a video on WWE.com. There was like a link saying, do you want to be a WWE superstar? I was like, yes, I do. Clicked it, sent in a video. I'm standing in a bikini because you have to be in a swimsuit at the time and talking about why I want to be a WWE superstar and didn't think anything would come of it. And... I got sent to a casting call with 1,500 girls in LA, and uh, I was signed on the spot, and they told me I was moving to Tampa in three months and to hope that I was athletic as I looked. <laughs> wow. And that's when the bumps and bruises started. But what an amazing trajectory. Now, Ryan, you, you've been in the music business. I mean, you're young, but you're still a veteran. Did, oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like- it, 20 20 years now. Which is insane. It, it definitely insane. How what what made you decide that you wanted to to be in the music business? Uh to get girls? Yep, I was gonna say girls. Mm -hmm. Honesty <laughs> is always the best policy. Uh -huh. at, that, at that time when you're 18 years old, you're like, all right, I'm not good with ladies, so maybe I'll pick up the guitar and start to sing. I just you know, I loved music. Dave Matthews was actually the original reason why. Like I saw Dave Matthews perform, I was like, 
I want to do that. So I saw him on stage. And then at that point, it was like, all right, pick up the guitar and just start writing songs. Were you always musically inclined as a kid? Oh, no, I never. I, I started late. Like I started like right around 18. My brother wanted to play the drums. So he was like, hey, we're going to start a band. You're going to be the singer. And I was like, yeah, but I can't sing. He's like, yeah, but you have to. So, <laughs> so I just oh. was thrown, thrown into that position. I thought I was just going to be the guitar player. And um, I started a band. And then next thing I know, like, um, my brother got, as a birthday gift got me recording studio time and he didn't have enough money to record the whole band so I went in acoustic sang three songs and then the producer the guy at the studio was like hey I think you're really dope like I'll record your whole album that you're making for free if you just want to come and record and then that was how I pissed off my four other best friends because I guess I went solo at that moment without even knowing it yeah, didn't even wasn't even trying, but you know, I blame it on my brother. He could only afford three songs, but so that was how the solo <laughs> career started. And then I was performing at the Hard Rock. Joe Simpson, who's Jessica and Ashley's dad, saw me perform and goes, "You're moving out to L.A. with me and the family." Uh, I said, "Okay." And so I packed up a bag, had a pair of flippy floppies, and then I moved in with the Simpson family three days later. And what did your parents think? Oh, they were pissed. I'm <laughs> sure. Pissed. Did you just come home and announce this? No, they, well, I think they were out of town. Hey, what's up? Just, just FYI, I'm moving to LA. Yeah. And then I, I remember they still to this day is like, when are you going to get a real job? I'm like, <laughs> guys, <laughs> what do you mean? It was, just, they were both, they gave me all kinds of, of hell, but I knew what I wanted to do at that point. I was like, I'm moving to LA with the Simpson family in this giant mansion in Encino, California to play music i'm gonna be you know a big star and they're like yeah that's not how it works i'm like watch and then uh i got very lucky obviously you know i sang for every record label i got turned down by every record label and then until i wrote a couple songs and they were like wait no no no, i love you what are you talking about come back come back and so i ended up signing a record deal and then next thing you know on tv and uh, i you know i still consider it very lucky i was in the right place at the right time this episode is sponsored by Via Hemp. Ah, yes, summer, longer days, warmer nights, and the incessant chirping of crickets, reminding you that sleep is a precious commodity. Whether you need to set the mood in the bedroom or just unwind after a day battling the sun, Via has your back. Enter their Rest and Recovery Gummies, a magical concoction of passion flower. L-theanine, and cannabinoids designed to lull you into a state of blissful tranquility. With options for both the THC tolerant and the THC shy, Via ensures you'll find your perfect dosage for achieving peak comfort. Via isn't just about taming the sleep monsters. They've got a whole array of gummies to cater to every whim and fancy with or without THC. And... They'll discreetly ship their goodies straight to your doorstep, no matter which of the 50 states you call home. Just sit back, relax, and let Vio work its magic. So, if you're 21 plus, you can get 15% off a free pack of award-winning gummies with our exclusive code. Head to viahemp.com and use the code GROUPTEXT to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies. That's viahemp.com. V-I-I-A. H-E-M-P dot com. So I have tried their Zen gummies and I got to tell you, they are amazing. I live in a very sort of continual stressed out state from work to being a mom. 
to, well, just life in general. And the Zen gummies have been amazing for me. Head to viahemp.com and use the code group text to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com, V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. And use the code group text at checkout. Enhance your every day with Viahemp. No kidding. And so in 2004, On the Way Down blows up. Where were you the first time you heard your song on the radio? Oh, I was on Sepulveda in Ventura, right outside of Tower Records, outside the Galleria. You I remember, showed me that when we drove by. Yeah, when like, we drove by, because I was I, I was know in, the spot. Right there, the Tower Records back in the day that I used to go. I used to go every, I think it was either Monday or Tuesday. It was like when they put the new records out and I'd go listen to music. And I remember one day I'm like, my CD is going to be on that thing. And I was driving by, I was on Kiss FM. And there was a line, because I guess there was an in-store. There was a line of people down Sepulveda Boulevard. And I opened, <laughs> opened up my windows and I heard all the way down for the first time on Kiss FM. And I started yelling at everyone. I was like, hey, that's my song. That's me. And they're like, no, no, stoop. I'm like, no, that's all right. Never mind. <laughs> so I'll never forget that moment for sure. Was it just so surreal? Of course. You know, at that at that point, I was like, wait, this doesn't make sense. Like this, this might actually be happening. It was pretty oh, cool. God, Kiss FM. So when you guys met, did you have, okay, Ryan, you obviously knew who Lexi was because you were friends with the Miz, who, by the way, might be one of the nicest human beings alive, along with John Cena. Like, they used to get me tickets to go see with my son. I was at all the, I did all of it. I was like, you know, super boy mom. Um, So I'm guessing you knew who Lexi was. Lexi, did you even have a vague idea who Ryan was or when this guy started stalking you online? Did you have to Google him? <laughs> um, so I know Ryan didn't know who I was. It was actually obvious. Yeah, I didn't know who she was. mentioned my name, he thought it was a clothing brand because he said, I heard you Alexa Bliss. And yeah, because he, he phrased it as like, brand. I heard your link to Alexa Bliss. I was like, linked to? I was like, wait, is that a clothing brand or something? I, I thought it was a store or whatnot. He's like, no, it's one of our wrestlers. And he's like, she's really pretty like you should i was like why aren't you hooking your boy up i was like what are you talking about and then i had i saw her picture so i told him i was like next time she's in town um you know introduce us i hadn't even seen her yet What's <laughs> up? um i knew of ryan yeah i knew so i i she knew, thought i was married to ashley simpson i thought he was married to ashley simpson like in my brain like that's I, true story. i i knew <laughs> i knew that he was on the Ashley Simpson show and I knew that they dated. So I just assumed that he grew up and married her. That's just what <laughs> I assumed. Like my small town mentality. I was like, oh, you are not keeping be. up with pop culture. I'm not. And <laughs> so I knew, I knew his songs. Yes. I knew on the way down. I knew true because one of my friends, when I was in the hospital um, with anorexia, she was obsessed with Ryan, like obsessed. Her and her little sister were super obsessed and um, they would always play true. And so I remember always hearing it. And then when I met Ryan, it was like one of those weird, like memory log things that you're like, when I heard true again, I was like, oh my God, that was the song that was playing when I was in the hospital. Cause my friend would just always play it when she would come and hang out. I was like, that's so trippy. That's like, so like full circle moment. And so, and that was like a really like dark time in my life. And so it was like kind of cool to not realize that that was a full circle moment. But I remember right before we met, I remember I was in, what was like Tilly's or something. It was right before we met. How would I know where you were? Um, because I've told you this story. Because oh, okay. you were yeah. stalking her. <laughs> yeah. 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 Was, okay. You, you were in Tilly. I was in the back watching. <laughs> and uh, waiting, <laughs> waiting um, to do a drunk FaceTime. 
yeah. I heard on the way down and I, I remember thinking oh I wonder like what he's up to like I wonder if he ended up marrying Ashley Simpson probably and like that's the only thing I ever thought nope marrying you Sim. not even like two weeks later was when the rumors started and it was just I knew of him and I knew um of his hair because there was a kid in our school named Darren Scarberry who had Ryan's hair and we always made fun of him for it we were like okay Ryan Cabrera um but that was really (laughs) all I knew (laughs) everybody had that one kid at school you're like oh Ryan Cabrera hair yeah he had had the polo he had the at the time I was a trendsetter you were look at five seconds of summer oh yeah just all of it sure Um, you were you were you were like you know a big deal we were we were yeah. doing it before the puka shells were it. I was I had a line of jewelry at Claire's. Yeah, I remember the Claire's line. <laughs> oh, those days. Hey, yeah, I knew of him, but I wasn't like I didn't like follow. Right. Like yeah, she doesn't have the newest album. What she's trying to say. God. Yeah, well, I want to jump ahead because you brought up uh, your your battle with anorexia and that you went on then to get a master's degree in nutrition. And I'm just going to jump ahead because and because there's so much. We could keep going on about the love story, but I want to jump ahead because now you're pregnant. I am pregnant. You you are pregnant. Yes. I said, now you're pregnant. How, and, and, and it's hard. It's very hard for even women that do not have eating disorders to cope with their bodies when they're pregnant. Plus, you're basically a professional athlete who is not used to her body not doing what it's supposed to do when she decides it's supposed to do it. Like, I know, I know for me, (laughs) I was like, my body, my brain was like, okay, we got to get this done, this done, this done, this done, this done. And my body would go like, no, give me the finger and pass out on the couch. And you wake up like with your feet still on the floor and tipped over. How are you coping with that? Because it's, it's, it's very triggering for athletes and people who've dealt with eating disorders. For me, I think I more so cope with humor about it. Like yesterday, I tried on my old gear, my wrestling gear. That was funny. <laughs> and uh, with the belly and everything. And I think for me, it's more so like I'll complain daily. And poor Ryan has to listen to it daily. But it's never super serious. You know, I was able to get to a point um, with my body where it, it actually started when I stopped working out so much. Because I was working out when I first got on Raw or SmackDown. I was working out way too much. I would do 5 a.m. spin class, um, three hours in the ring, an hour and a half in the gym, and then 5 p.m. spin class. And I just wore myself out. My body was so stressed. I was always swollen from putting my body through so much trauma and anything I was eating was sticking to me. And so it was super strange. And so when COVID happened, I decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to give my body and my mind just a a reset. And I'm just going to see like, what is my homeostasis? What is my point of balance where I stopped working out and I just like kind of just ate like a normal meal, not like I didn't measure my chicken anymore. I didn't measure everything I was eating. And I was like, I'm just trying to do like a little mental and body experiment, see what is going on. And when that happened, my body had never felt better. It had never looked better because my body had gone to the place where it's supposed to be. And I had never had that before because I was always working out because of something that I hated about myself or something I didn't like about my body. I was trying to work out to compensate for that. 
And then when I started just kind of doing things like exercise, like when we go on hikes and stuff, it's more for try to reset my mental state with that, with, you know, working out doesn't have to be something that you're doing because you don't like yourself. You can do things like we were doing like Pilates a little bit, like just trying little things to see what's going to make me feel good about myself. So when it becomes to, when it comes to the pregnancy weight gain, at first I thought I was rocking it because my first trimester ended and I had gained two pounds and I was like, Oh, psh, easy. Not even a week later, the scale jumped like 10 pounds. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, what is going on? And, um, luckily I think I've been okay. Like for, for, why are you looking at me? Because I want you to, to justify this for me, even if you don't agree. Um, I feel like I've been okay because now I just kind of find humor in it. Like the fact that like my pants, like actually it was a sad day when I had to go to Lululemon and go on two sides. <laughs> that was a really sad day. There's always um, that now have you, are you an over the hump or under the, are you over the bump or under the bump? It depends on what I'm wearing. When I'm wearing usually over now. Yeah, right now I'm over. My pants are over. Um, but all my maternity stuff I've bought have been under the bump. And so it doesn't make me feel as like strapped in. Um, but yeah, like I've I've I found a new love for maternity clothes. I was like, I should just wear this after the baby because the fact that there's jean shorts that just have a yoga pant material at the top, why aren't we wearing that normally? It's great. And the prenatal comfy. massages, oh my gosh. I felt like I've always been gypped now, knowing how great prenatal massages are. <laughs> I feel like why I told Ryan, I was like, you need to find a way to get a prenatal massage because those are the best. <laughs> It, I've read that your cravings are mac and cheese and French fries. What's interesting is I had food aversions. Yeah. I was the opposite. Like, yeah, those, yeah. what are your food aversions? Because people don't understand. Like, mine were so bad that I would have to run out of a room. Tacos, yeah. smash burgers, and Look, eggs. Sometimes. I can't even hear you say yeah, it. You can't. You can't. <laughs> he makes these, these, this meal. Well, normally she loved it. Like when I first started, before she was pregnant, she loved, they're so good. And now she even it's smells a smash it. Burger She's taco. out. Yeah. And it's, it's smash burger with cheese. And then just with the taco shell. No, with a quesadilla on the outside. And just like, I think yeah. it's because when he was, when I first found out I was pregnant and my smells were so heightened, that was right. He was I making them and just the smell of the meat being cooked. I can't. Yeah. And, and then sometimes eggs, eggs too. Eggs. I, I used to love eggs. We find out on like the day like, okay, can I do eggs today or can I not do eggs today? Yeah. So. It's very hit or miss. Like one time we went to, we went to this place and he had this big omelet. He goes, oh, babe, it's the best omelet I've ever had. Try it. And so he puts a chunk of it on my plate. I try a bite of it. And I go, nope, get it off my plate. I can't do it today. <laughs> no eggs today. Get it off. Get it off. And like, I, I, like you can't, yeah, you can't even smell, look or hear about it. No, I used to have to leave the room if there was a raw chicken pieces of raw chicken breast in the room. I had yeah. to leave the room. Like it was bad. And the other thing I didn't want, which was so weird, was refined sugar. And I'm a complete okay. sweet person. But guess what? Within the first 12 hours of giving birth, I was shoveling cookies in my mouth. Back in. Um, oh. So life backstage, you know, this you're, you're you have it all you had the cutest pregnancy announcement whose idea was that to reenact the scene from friends i think it was both of us both yeah yeah we're we both actually, we both love friends had that conversation. yeah it was actually the way it went down so after that we were both like oh my god that was just like how ross told rachel or, yeah or rachel told ross was and so we're like on the conversation we, do we had when we found out we were pregnant yeah because i told him i was like so i'm like, like what do you mean i used a condom she's like, like they're not effective yeah it doesn't work all the time I'm like what 
what they just and, put that on the box and so i started laughing because i was like you just quoted like i never looked yeah i've never looked at the box obviously and so we decided to reenact it yeah. to tell we love friends. friends so it worked out great yeah and, that you had a you you had a swimmer with like a football helmet on yeah <laughs> <laughs> busting through yeah, the line we were, we were but i think it was the one time like we used a different kind of brand yeah than what we normally use so we think it was that time yeah yeah, well, don't don't plug them. Um, so <laughs> you're both entertainers. You both live life on the road, which is something I can relate to. How are you going to balance it? Because it's not easy. I mean, I grew up a backstage. That was the thing, like rat child. He, you know, does you know live shows and then Monday Night Raw or whatever brand they're on, and I'm on tour all the time too but like basically if we have any days off like she'll fly out to me or i fly out to her and it's worked out like still we probably haven't been more than five days apart since we've been together yeah and the babies too the situation with babies is uh wwe they they've kind of really changed their landscape um ever since the women's evolution and before you know when a woman would get pregnant in wwe you know she would leave and then maybe come back and maybe you know, appear every once in a while. But now we have, I think, four or five women on our active roster who had just had babies and the babies come on the road. And now it's a it's a thing now. And, mm -hmm. you know, they they really um, embrace, you know, motherhood now backstage and all that stuff. And it's really cool to see the different shift in dynamic with uh, babies and stuff on the road. So basically just... We'll be out around. Out Same thing with me. Like our backstage kids. has kids. Like we have right. babies running. Around. Babies running around. So babies running around. It's like it's a family, you know, wherever we go. And I think it's good for them to travel and be around people and good people, Social you know. Is. And yeah, they have. They're gonna. Our baby's gonna have a lot of aunts and uncles. A lot of aunts and uncles. That is that is how I was raised. It's interesting because you're both performers. You both, but Lexi, you especially, what the baby's gonna see backstage. Are people in costumes and this and that and I remember that from being backstage in Vegas and then I also remember sitting in the wings watching um and it, it's gonna be a different thing but like I know in my experience and I was a work m I don't not past tense whether he likes it or not I'm still mothering him and I will until he dies he's 22 now but you know as far as I'm concerned he will always be my baby um and being a working mom it really does take a village and having two parents that are full-time workers takes a village who do you think is going to be I mean it took a village for me to raise my son and so far he has not as far as I'm aware become a serial killer and the dog has not back brought like a femur out of the backyard um who's going to be in your village oh I mean we have a we have a very very like close-knit like friend family group like our friends are people that we consider family as well so it's like and our families like our yeah families obviously family here. family is Families live 20 minutes away. And right now we're both, we're bi-coastal. So we have our LA family and then we have our Orlando family. And then her parents are both out in Orlando. And then my dad lives here. My mom's in Texas. But then in LA, like I have my close friends is like my brothers. And they're all, they, it, with second that she got pregnant, they're like, we're pregnant. You know, yeah, it's like it was, that. It's like, very surprising we did to me. I've noticed, especially with the LA friends that, you know, a lot of times when you get pregnant and your friends aren't pregnant, you kind of don't really hear from them anymore because everyone has their own like lives, their own things that they're yes. doing. Everyone's busy doing their own things. But I've noticed that 
with specifically his LA friends, I hear from them more our now LA that friends. our LA friends, I hear from them more now that I'm pregnant with <laughs> what do you need? What can I do for you? Checking up, checking in. Sure you're good. Do you need anyone to come hang out with you today? I bought this for the baby. Like, so it's, it's very, it's very different dynamic, especially from, you know, our, our friends in Orlando, cause our friends in Orlando, they're all like super busy traveling, working all this stuff. But even with how busy, like his LA friends are, our, our LA friends are, they've been so awesome and supportive and there hasn't been a week or day that's gone by where one of them hasn't checked on me or when I'm there alone, one of them came and he was just like, you know what, we're just going to sit and watch you know, trash reality TV and eat pizza all day. And that's what we did. And it was great. And he, they're just all super supportive and super excited. And yeah, they're, everyone's like, we're pregnant. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. We're gonna play, before I let you guys go, I am oh, sorry. I'm going to make you guys. So before I let you guys go, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I want to get to this game. So before I let you guys go, we've come up with a little game. We call it the baby registry game. Ooh. Now we're going to see if you were on the same page with parenting. Okay. Okay. Oh boy. I'm going to list high end baby products that people can register for. You're going to say if it's something you want or something you'd pass on. For example, linen diapers. If it's something you want, you say, ooh, swaddle it. If it's something you don't want, you say, toss it in the diaper genie. Okay. Okay. A wipey warmer. I say, toss it. I say, swaddle it. I have one on our we're, registry. We're gonna, we're gonna, it's going to be exactly like this the whole time. Adult, so, Adult and Gabbana $475 onesie. Oh, no. Oh, toss it. Toss it, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Is, is it free? Is it gifted to us? No, it's just if you would get, would, would you want it? If it's free, yes. If not, toss it. Okay. A male nursing prosthetic, a.k.a. Mr. Milker. We actually yes. joked about that. Yes. We, I just would want to see him in it. <laughs> yeah. Meet walkers. Let's go. Get. Yeah. Hook it up. Throw Swaddle it. I'll do the thing with like the iPad with her face on it. <laughs> the, the electric snot sucker. Yes. Or swaddle it. Swaddle it. Swaddle it. Swaddle it. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. This one has a little this one has a little description. Okay. okay. The happiest baby smart sleeper bassinet, which incorporates the five S's of good infant sleep. Swaddling, side sleeping, shushing, swinging, and sucking. Now I personally think I need one of these if it comes in adult side. It's seventeen hundred dollars. I say swaddle, swaddle it. it if it's worth some things are worth, worth paying the money for. for sleep. Yes. If that's gonna like that sounds amazing. I need one of those too. I do 100%. too. That sounds I, awesome. I wanted to swaddle me and swing me <laughs> to do all of that. Because if we have a second baby, we could justify it saying like, this is this will also be for our next baby. Yeah. And then after that, we could pass it forward to someone else who's having a baby. Boom. Justified 1700 bucks. Sign us up. You're <laughs> so sweet that you think that that shit actually does happen. Um, <laughs> cashmere baby blanket. Oh, I say swaddle it. it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got to go with you on that one. The Tiffany Silver Baby Fork and Spoon, or, which I always send, the Tiffany Sterling Silver, Sterling Silver Little Comb. But I've given it as a gift, and I will tell you, all of it is totally useless. So, silver, 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 silverware from Tiffany. You love Tiffany, though, but I say toss it. Yeah, toss it. If, you, if it's the, not something that's going to be to use, 
Yeah. Awesome. Do you like the Tiffany? I do love Tiffany, but well, good. That's going to be a good place for a push gift, which you and I will talk about separately. And then mm-hmm. my got favorite. It. It's done. I'm good. You got it already. Impressive. I'm getting more and more impressed by you. Um, Baby Breeze formula mixer, which is like a Keurig for formula. Yes. Swaddle it. Swaddle it. Yeah, we already have that. (laughs) You guys, I absolutely adore you. I could talk to you guys all day. You are charming and funny and are going to be such great parents. And this has been such a total pleasure for me. Let me know when you're in L.A. Keep the important safety tip, those shorts that you love with the yoga uh, fabric in the front, you're still going to need those for a little while after you're pregnant. It's it's so depressing. Um, (laughs) I I left the the hospital in scrubs. That was the best I could do. Lexi and Ryan, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll send you details of the baby shower. Bring that sure. Any stuff you're not using. (laughs) Ahura Media Production.